Hello, friends. I'm your host, Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. Here, I'll discuss the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. I want each episode to leave you feeling validated, empowered, and oh so radical. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. This episode is sponsored by Stepmom Magazine, and if you haven't read it yet, you don't know what you're missing. It's actually the first resource I found, and Stepmoms, believe me when I tell you, it was a game changer for how I navigate this role. Stepmom Magazine is a monthly online publication, and each issue is packed with articles from therapists and stepfamily experts who know exactly what you're going through and what to do about it, because they're stepmoms too. When you subscribe, you'll get access to a private group forum where you can talk with other stepmoms from around the world, and they also offer eBooks on specific topics like disengaging, being a full-time stepmom, parental alienation, and so much more. They're all available to download right now. I subscribed years ago, and it was exactly what I needed to feel less alone and more supported. To join, head to stepmommagazine.com and use code RADICAL20 to save 20%. If you love it as much as I do, send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. I love hearing from you. Again, that's stepmommagazine.com and use the code RADICAL20 to save 20%. Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina. This episode, we are chatting about double standards. We are chatting about being a full-time stepmom, what happens when your kid is out of the house. Um, and I am chatting with a stepmom, Keisha. Hi, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. You are welcome. Um, I am very intrigued by your story. Um, it is unlike, it's a little unique. You know, it's not your like traditional meet someone who has a kid and then just kind of fall into the stepmom thing there's some behind the scenes stuff that happened before you even kind of took on this role, right? There's the story starts way before my stepson was born actually. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it, it's a pretty, it's a pretty different kind of story, I guess. I, I, which was also difficult for me as a stepmom because nobody could relate to me. Mm-hmm. My, my situation was different. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's dive right in. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about where it started. Okay. So I met my husband in high school. We met in, um, freshman theater when we were 14, we were not high school sweethearts. We didn't date through high school. None of that. We were just friends. Um, after high school, we started kind of dating. Um, and it's really important to mention that we never slept together (laughs) and you'll see why later. (laughs) But that is an important detail. No, um, we just kind of dated for a few months after high school. I had gotten out of a bad relationship. It was a toxic relationship. And I didn't want to bring that into my relationship with him since we were such good friends. So after I, you know, he was like, oh, let's make this official. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm not emotionally mature enough to have this relationship. Um, so I cut him loose and wished him well. And he met his baby's mom at that point. Um, I, because we were such good friends before and we had the same friend group, um, because we hung out with the same people in high school and everything. Um, we kind of had contact, but not really every once in a while, I see him at a party or this and that, but we never really talked. It wasn't, there was nothing inappropriate going on. Um, and yeah, I actually ended up 
working for his mom as her temp secretary for a little while. Um, and still not too much contact with him at that point. I was just working for his mom, mm -hmm. you know, and I respected his relationship because he wanted something that I didn't want. And I didn't want to get in his way of finding happiness. I didn't want to be that jealous, like ex-girlfriend or girl who was like, don't be with her, but I don't want to be with you, that kind of thing. So right. I just left them alone. So I remember when I was working for his mom, um, she was really upset one day and she brought me into her office and she was like, um, he got her pregnant and she was not happy about that. <sighs> but obviously she was so, she's like the best grandmother, so supportive and everything, but that's hard because also it was apparent to her, I didn't know too much at the time, but it was apparent to her that this woman that he had gotten pregnant wasn't um, the best kind of person. Um, so you're being kind. <laughs> I am being kind. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on with them. My job with her is temporary. Um, so I quit working for her. I remember the day that my stepson was born. He called me and I wished him well. He was like, I'm nervous. This is really happening again. We were really good friends in high school. Mm -hmm. So this was like a normal thing. You talk to your friend. We sort of dated for a little while. So it wasn't like an inappropriate conversation. I wished him well. And, and things, I, and things weren't weird because you hadn't had sex, right? Exactly. Like it's always weird when you like, you have a friend and then you cross that line and then going Absolutely. back, like there's, so you could continue having this friendship because that line was never crossed. Absolutely. And I didn't want, I also kind of kept my distance because I didn't want anyone to think that mm. something more deep was going on. Very important in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so I wished him well, and I grounded myself in that's it. Don't talk to him anymore. Like he's happy. He's starting a family. This is a big deal. We were really young. Um, I was 19. He was almost 20 at the time. Um, so everybody was really young and I just wanted to party still. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want anything to do with that mess. And I also came from um, a broken family. My mom was married four times mm -hmm. and my dad went through lots of different relationships and that was a big mess. So I always respected like the family dynamic. And I didn't want to be a part of a, a family. I didn't want to be a reason mm -hmm. that a family was breaking apart. And I also had, a, you know, a non-negotiable with in my own self that I wasn't going to be with somebody who had a kid oh, because shit. of how stressful it was on me when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to find the right person that um, hopefully we would stay together forever so that I wouldn't have to go through that as an adult. And then my children wouldn't have to go through mm -hmm. the divorce also. Um, so I start dating other people, get into a relationship, know nothing about him. And one day I think he found me or I found him like two or three years. It was like three years later on my space. Oh yeah. So that's how old I am. Yeah. on my space. <laughs> <laughs> when we all became coders. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. I had the prettiest MySpace. Page. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Little blinky stuff. Anyways. So 
we reconnected and I was dating a guy who was going to college out of state, which was good for me because I was like, I can focus on school and, you know, not be partying all the time. He didn't like when I partied. So I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be respectful. So my husband reaches out to me. He's like, so-and-so's birthday or whatever. Somebody's having a party. Come say hi to everybody. I'm like, okay, cool. So I go to a party and that's how we reconnected. I find out that um, he and his baby mama are separated and had been for years. Mm. And she was pregnant with her second daughter. Wow. So now she's working on three kids. Wow. Um, but I don't know too much about it. I'm, you know, I'm reconnecting with some of my old friends that I hadn't seen for a while. Um, and I was in a relationship. So that was pretty much nothing. I don't really talk to him after that. And then me and my current boyfriend break up. Mm. And for some reason, the first person I thought to call was my now husband. <laughs> so like I break up with my boyfriend and I call him and I'm like, where's the party at? Right. <laughs> so He's like, well, I'm going to dinner with some friends. Like it's, there's a lot of birthdays, I guess. We do a lot of birthday stuff. Um, So I go to dinner with them and he's single. I'm newly single. And we're pretty much inseparable from that point. And I just kind of realized like, you know, you're, you were my best friend. It was very easy to go back into this friendship with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just naturally progressed from there. And I didn't meet his son for probably like two months after that. And I was like really scared and nervous about that situation. Yeah, you went against what you said you were going to do. Exactly. And I was kind of like, well, I said not to do this, but at the same time, he's the one. So how do you walk away from the one when over something like that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and what could I gain from my relationship with my stepson also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I think that's kind of the the thing we always run into, right? Where it's like we don't go in wanting to be a stepmom. But when we find the right person, like that's what makes it so hard to walk away, right? Like absolutely. It doesn't matter what rules you put up for yourself. <laughs> you're gonna yeah, break them. Like, oh, you're the one. <laughs> I'll make an exception. Yeah. Yeah. So I made an exception and um I finally met my stepson. He was like, he was almost four when I met him. And I had met his mom way back at the beginning, briefly. I didn't like her. But again, I was like, am I being jealous? Right. Is she giving (laughs) off bad vibes? I don't know. So I just was like, I'm going to stay away from them because I don't know if I'm being jealous right now. So I, I meet her at his fourth birthday party. And she knew of me because again, we had been, my husband and I had been friends and had the same friend group and did theater together for four years. So we had the same friends. So I would, I was like around sort of, you know, through the friendships. So she knew of me and she seemed very like supportive and happy about our relationship. Um, She was pregnant with her third child. So And they had a really good relationship. Like my husband and his ex had a great relationship and growing up in a broken home, 
um, it was, my parents did not have a good relationship and they fought a lot. And there was a lot of fighting between every husband that went through our house and lots of court drama and just really awful, terrible stuff. The word cope, I didn't even know what the word co-parenting was mm. until I was an adult because it wasn't, it wasn't an amicable situation growing up. So when I was looking at my husband and his ex and how they were dividing their time and doing everything, I was pretty like happy about the situation and felt comfortable with going in to that situation. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to see this kid on, you know, he came over, he, the mom had him during the day, like she was free childcare, I guess you could consider it. And they were able to both see him every mm -hmm. day. So my husband would take him there before work and pick him up after work. And so they both got to see him. So it was pretty 50-50. Um, she did like homeschool. And I just thought the whole situation was great. Huh. Um, until. Until. <laughs> her man came, became a little clearer. Mm. Um, and to be honest, like I do feel bad for him in men, or for her in many ways because he was abusive. Mm. Um, and after my husband and I moved in together, um, his stepson would come home with bruises all over his body. Mm. So I was like, like shocked about this situation. Um, and he was telling us why he had bruises and who had done that to him. And so it turned into a situation where he's not going over there anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not safe for him. So we reduced, greatly reduced his time over there and put him in daycare. Um, and, and she saw him less. Um, and then two, one or two months before our wedding, she moved out of state with her then boyfriend. They got married after they had moved out of state. And she was pregnant with her fourth child. Jesus. Okay. So just to clarify, after your stepson was abused by this guy, right? Like she stayed with him? Oh yeah. For years. Wow. And married him. Moved out of state with him and married him. Wow. And if we rewind a little bit, I learned that the reason that my husband and her were not together is because this other guy was their roommate. And she had cheated on my husband with him. Oh, okay. <laughs> and got pregnant and mm. there were drugs involved and, you know, stealing rent to buy drugs and totaling cars and all kinds of crazy stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so she moves out of state and then you and your husband, you are just getting married. She moves out of state. So you get married and become a full-time stepmom. Yep. So she leaves her son. She's like, let me take him. He's like, definitely not. There was signs of abuse. I'm not letting him go with you. She doesn't really put up a fight. Hmm. And this is where things get different for me because she was completely absent from that point forward for years. Um, she disappeared for a while. And then we realized there obviously was an abusive situation that she was dealing with and escaping from and all of that. But at the same time, when she did call or try to not try, like we were seeking her out to have contact with her son. It was very empty. Mm. Um, 
she would say things like, I'm going to call you on Christmas morning. And we wouldn't hear for her from her for three days. And he would be like, my mom's going to call me. My mom's going to call me. My mom's going to call me. And what do you do when you have this child who's wants his mom mm-hmm. and she's not even answering her phone. And we don't know why mm-hmm. at that point. And we're just like, she's just doing the best she can. She'll call. She doesn't call. And he's like, crush, crush, crush. That starts him down like a path of trauma. Mm-hmm. And he's lashing out on everybody. And then I remember at one point he asked her, and I was sitting right there next to her, next to him when he was on the phone. He asked her, like, why did you leave my dad? And she was like, well, he needed to be with Keisha. And he was eight. Wow. And he looked at me and I was like, no, 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 no. Wow. Let's get some context. Like if we're talking about fate. <laughs> okay but an eight-year-old isn't gonna think about fate right yeah uh, things like that works they're just gonna be like oh Blame. this whole thing is your fault right come to find out years later one of her boyfriends I had said something to her and one of her boyfriends got mad and he was like well if you were screwing your now husband while she was pregnant with their son and I was like hold on yeah and so then I was like this never happened I had to have a conversation with my stepson about this never happened did she say that uh yeah and then she was like oh well everybody's just like um taking it out of context I'm like I don't that doesn't sound like out of context you he literally said you guys were having an affair while she was pregnant with their son that never happened right so Uh weird and and so you had to you had to kind of set the record straight with that and have this awkward conversation with your stepson yes and this that happened actually he was probably like 15 when that went down and it was it I had said something to her because she had moved back to the state she was divorced um seeing other guys she was living with another guy and they decided they wanted to take her children to Disneyland and did not take her son. Mm. And he was really upset about it. And she said to him a few times that week, you're making me feel bad. Stop making me feel bad. And I was like, let's have a conversation about making someone feel bad. Like you're here. Your son wants to be a part of your life. Mm -hmm. He wants to be a part of your family taking him on a family vacation is the best way to connect with him. And you're missing out on an opportunity. And she like threw a tantrum. She threw a fit. You're ruining my family vacation. And I was like, you're, you <laughs> didn't take your whole family. Like, what aren't you understanding right. about this? That's her own guilt. She's projecting on you. She's making you out to be the bad guy. And so like, there was a lot of that. So the double standard came in where she was posting about her ex-husband who's clearly abusive and obviously an awful person but she was like saying something about how she has to look at her five-year-old being sad because her dad's not around and I have to explain to her why her dad's not around and my husband was like I can relate and she was like how dare you and like totally went off and he got all these messages from like her friends and family about 
how terrible that was for him to say that. And we're like, do you realize what's going on here? We're having this conversation every day with her son. She rarely calls. She doesn't send gifts. She doesn't try to see him when she's on. Like if she were to do a video conference, like call with him, she's like watching TV and he's talking to her and she's completely ignoring him. See, you know, and that's the thing. And I think, you know, when it comes to the mom not being part of the kid's life and doing like everything that the bio mom has, you know, done, it's people feel pity or like feel more compassion or empathy or, you know, love, oh, she's struggling. She's trying to do this. And there's always the benefit of the doubt, which Mm -hmm. I don't think is a bad thing necessarily, but that's not given to dads. If dads are doing the same thing, it's deadbeat. It's absolutely they're terrible fathers. They shouldn't, you know, whatever, whatever. There's very rarely any, and then you have like your husband who has taken on a hundred percent of the responsibility. And then yet he's still supposed to hold space for her. Absolutely. Like feel pity for her, help her feel bad for her. Don't charge her child support because she's doing her best, but I've seen men oh, yeah. in the same situation just being drugged through the court system and their pay is being attached and they're struggling too. Why aren't they given the same compassion as a woman who's doing the same terrible things as a dad we would consider a deadbeat dad to be doing? And she's continuing to have kids and like stuff. <laughs> she's, a, yeah. she's abandoned her kid and then just doesn't want anyone to notice. Absolutely. Don't call me out on it. Absolutely. That's exactly what was going on. Um, And then I just always felt bad about going back to double standards. In the beginning, I got a lot of judgment because I had just gotten married. I got pregnant really quickly after we got married, like three months into it. Um, So I was picking up my stepson and doing all of the things with my stepson, pregnant, brand new married. And I would get judgment from other moms like, I'm a homewrecker. You know what I mean? And instead of had it been the other way around, if I were a man, Mm -hmm. I would be raising someone else's child. You know? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I it's, it's the, especially I think full-time stepmoms have that where so many emotions come into that when the bio mom is also not as present because it's, you're having to navigate the kid missing their mom. You're having to answer really hard questions. You don't know the answers to, or you don't know how to, what's appropriate to tell them at whatever age and all the stuff. And you're, you're expected air quotes expected to continue to treat them like your own and to, you know, accept them and and all that stuff. But also whenever the mom decides to grace them with her presence, you have to kind of step back and let her show up. Like it's, oh, and (laughs) And, and my my feelings were never taken into consideration. And everyone around me was like, treat him like your own. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. And I did it, but it's hard when it's not reciprocated. Mm-hmm. And yeah. no one really understood that. I was like, when you, and I didn't have kids when this began, 
So I had nothing to go on. I was just like, okay, I'll just, you know, take him to the doctor and do the school stuff. I did every, like all mom things. Mm -hmm. And all I heard back was, I wish I had a mom. I don't have a mom. He would go to my family's house or to like friends' houses. And then afterwards when they would drop him off or I would see the adults, they'd be like, he just keeps talking about how he doesn't have a mom. Like, what's that about? I'm like, I'm not his mom. Right. They're like, but you do, but you are. And I'm like, you don't understand what's going on clearly. Like, Mm -hmm. I would love it if he just accepted that and felt that in his heart, but he's felt abandoned Mm -hmm. and no amount of anything that I could do is Mm -hmm. going to make up for that. And that was hard for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, lots of double standards there. Like you had said, you know, um, that if it were a stepdad that stepped up and took over, you know, it's, he's the hero, but regardless, the stepmom is still considered, you know, replaceable or like just a placeholder. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, so what was it like to bring your own babies into the mix and, um, what is, what's been, what, how old are they? They are 10 and 11. Okay. So two girls, girls. um, what's that relationship like with their brother? So because he didn't really have a relationship with his other sisters, he has three other sisters. Oh, and one on the way. Oh my God. Really? (laughs) Yeah. On, on her end. Um, he growing up, like being really small, like he just had my daughters Mm. really, he does remember spending time with his first sister who is, I think two years younger than him. So when they were little, they had like, they were really close. They had a great relationship. They saw each other every day. Um, and so that was hard for him. He missed her Mm. and his other sister. He, I know that he missed them. And sometimes he would be like, forget my mom. I just want to see my sisters. Like what's going on with my sisters. Mm. Um, but he, we just raised them all the same. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And together, and they, he has a great relationship with his sisters. He was out here last weekend and it's just like a regular sibling relationship. Um, the only difference is they had to see this emotional battle that we were going through. He, he also has ADHD and had trouble in school. Mm -hmm. So, and then that kind of morphed into, well, I'm doing these things to get attention from my mom. And we were going to counseling and he threw grand, long-winded tantrums almost every couple of days. So they were experiencing all of that chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we're all just like starting to heal from that because he is more mature um, and we have a great relationship now. He seems more emotionally stable. His mom had moved back when he was like, 12, 13, 14, I don't know. Somewhere in middle school, she moved back and he got to experience her fully. What was was the, so has he ever lived with her full time or what was that custody like when she came back to the state? The custody was 
me pushing him to her house, <laughs> kicking and screaming. And then him being like, come pick me up. I don't want to be here. I'm like, you need to build a relationship with your mom. And after so many, please come pick me up. This is terrible. I don't want to be here. We were like, you don't have to go ever again if you don't want to. And she said nothing. Wow. There was a situation where I was like feeling overwhelmed. And um, he had a parent-teacher conference because he didn't turn anything in and was failing all of his classes um, in middle school. And I, they went, all of my kids go to charter school. Um, and in a charter school, you have to do so many hours of volunteer. So I was always in the school. I was very involved. Their teachers saw me constantly. So she walks in and nobody knows what to do. I didn't go. And afterwards, my stepson and my husband were like, that was the most awkward thing ever. <laughs> like the teachers had no idea what was going on. They, they even know who she was? Up. No, they tried to explain it to them, but it didn't make sense. Wow. Because it's not, the situation is not typical. You don't yeah. see a stepmom volunteering for everything, going right. to every single parent-teacher conference, like in the classroom constantly. I was doing that. And then this other woman pops up and it was just confusing for them. So we didn't do that again. And so after when she was there, I was like, I want to give her all of the things she can. I don't want them. Mm -hmm. I just want to be happy with him and like, just have a better relationship with him. She could do the mothering now. Mm -hmm. And that didn't work out. But him experiencing that, like being at her house and seeing who she really was firsthand. Mm -hmm. I feel like it calmed him down a little bit. And he was like, okay. And we were going to counseling and we have open conversations about emotions and people's choices. And it's not your fault. Like, we don't know why she did this. It, there's nothing wrong with you like all of that kind of stuff. But don't you see that there's something going on with her that she needs to handle and take mm -hmm. care of. Mm -hmm. And so he's more emotionally um, mature and secure with that, that he's just like, I don't need to have a relationship with her. Mm. I think they might have like a cordial relationship, but he does keep in contact with his sisters because they are close to his age. Mm -hmm. I think that's like, so it's such like a um, bittersweet, time I would imagine where you know the truth about who she is and in a way you've been protecting him from her as far as like trying to encourage a relationship and encouraging her to step up as a mom and all that stuff and then all the while you know like she's not the greatest but still you want him to have a relationship with her and then when they finally see like who their parent really is like there's so much grief in that I would, you know, and it's, but then it's also relief. Like, okay, you, like, I didn't have to tell you, you got to yeah. see it for yourself. And I think so many of us stepmoms are just waiting for that moment where it's like, you know, we're, we have to bite our tongue all the time with, yeah. you know, especially when we hear the, my mom or all this stuff. And it's like, you have to make excuses for them. Or I don't know why they did that. Or I don't know why mm -hmm. they didn't call. Or I don't know why she's, you know, in my case, feeding you food that makes you sick. Like all the stuff, like 
and eventually we hope that they figure it out and then and then we have to deal with that yeah where they know the truth and then that sucks yeah it it does suck but I think that he was just he's very tired Mm. like he's been grieving and fighting and begging for this person who can't give him what he needs and we're always like well I'm here to to be this for you like we fight he disrespects me like all of that is still happening but at the end of the day I'm like I'm still here Mm -hmm. I'm gonna fight with you until I die Mm -hmm. because I love you you're not gonna push me away and I think that at some point like he realized that and like I think at this moment we have a really good relationship like I said he was out um visiting us we're in Arkansas right now he was out visiting us for the weekend for his birthday and we had a really great time and we text each other and he tells me about his girlfriend and school and you know all of his stupid friends and the things they're doing and I'm relieved that I have this relationship with him because one of my fears was that he was going to hate me and I didn't want that to happen I wanted to have an adult relationship with him that was healthy and loving and I still want him to have a relationship with his mom but nobody can control what she does right yeah Um, and I think that he is seeing that yeah and I mean I think as adults we all kind of assess what our relationship is like with our parents and you know that kind of shifts shifts and changes and we have to be responsible for I guess coming to terms with what that might look like um, you know, I've, I've have a lot of friends who have similar situations to your, to your, um, stepson where their parent wasn't involved. And though they didn't have that parent kid relationship as adults, they have a friendship and, and that's enough for them. Um, maybe your stepson will get to that, to get, get to that point. But, you know, I, th- I think that it's a true testament to the relationship that you have with him now that he sees you as mom, like you've been his safe, his safe space. Yeah. And I always told him, I was like, I'm not going anywhere. So Mm -hmm. you might as well just (laughs) give in. Yeah. (laughs) Stop fighting it. Stop fighting. (laughs) I know you love me. And my Mm -hmm. husband would be like, oh, he said this about you, like sweet things and, but like afraid to approach me or, you know, afraid of maybe rejection. And I had the same fear. Like, so we were always like afraid to come to each other Mm. and we would just fight instead. But then the more we did it, like one day I was like, no more, I'm not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Let's just love each other. Mm -hmm. And from that point, it's been good. And I try not to talk to him about his mom um, because now he's an adult. Yeah. And like the last of it was, you know what? If you want to go over there, if you want to see her, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. Um, In our house, this is what we're doing. Was there ever um, an official court order or was it all just? It was just verbal. There was a time where, my husband was like, pay child support. And she was like, okay. And she did it for a little while, but then she lost her job and we felt bad. So we stopped making her do that. Cause 
financially, we don't need it. Um, it was just something that I was like angry. Like mm -hmm. she does nothing. Mm -hmm. And if she was a man, her pay would be attached. And, yep. you know, she would be paying back child support. Like, why does she get off scot-free? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Women, other than women, that, will, women will go after the dad if they need money. I feel like absolutely. when it's like your situation, it's, it's, I don't know. Like I, as a woman, it's hard to be like, women are emotional, women are irrational. <laughs> but in, in a lot of ways, I think it is uh, sustained by the court system that if, if we think that we can get money and the court is going to go in our favor, why not try? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so systemically, I think it, it, um, fuels this double standard. So sometimes it's a little bit one-sided. It can be. And, mm -hmm. and I would always say that to him. I would be like, if you were doing the same exact stuff that she is doing from day one, Mm -hmm. what would be going on right now? Mm -hmm. You would be a daddy dad. She would take you to court. She would have your pay attached. She would get as much out of you as she possibly could. Mm -hmm. And I, I really just want her to parent. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I want. Mm -hmm. I want her to call when she said she's going to call and give her undivided attention and make him feel valued, take him on vacation and love on him a little bit. So let's Bigger bitch out Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're bringing up such like a um, I think a very common feeling that stepmoms have, and and the bad rap that we get, where you know we're always trying to have this balance of you know I need to be I need to step up, but not too much, and and all this stuff. But it's for me and the and the stepmoms that I often talk to. It's, I don't want to be as involved as I am. I'm as involved as I am because the mom isn't. Yeah. And I want her to have a better relationship. I want her to show up and do these things. I want the best for her. And I step up because I see that my stepson is missing out on certain parts and my, um, you know, that I, I, as a person can't just sit back and see that his needs aren't being met. Right. Absolutely. So and I didn't want him to look at my biological children and be like, why are you doing this for them? Mm -hmm. And not for me. I didn't want him to grow up thinking that he was being singled out or separate mm -hmm. from our family. And since he had no other place to go and get it from, mm -hmm. like, it's different if he's spending most of his time outside of our house at his mom's house and she's doing she's taking him to doctor's appointments and she's you know doing all of the school things and buying his school clothes and throwing his birthday parties I didn't want to throw my girl's big birthday parties and not him mm -hmm. that wouldn't be fair and like I wouldn't feel good about that either mm -hmm. but it just got to be it gets to be a little bit much after a while yeah. when it's not reciprocated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so a couple things there, just curious of, of relationships and dynamics. Um, 
how has she been with you this during this time as far as she knows you're raising her kid what has there been respect has there been have you ever had a sit down conversation with her what's that been like so I did have a conversation with her once after he came back he spent a couple weeks um at her house one summer um at it when she was out of state so we flew her flew him out um and it came it became apparent that she wasn't um paying attention to him she was going to work all day and then going in her room and closing the door and fend for yourself and maybe like on the weekend taking them to the movies or whatever but basically the entire time like he was almost babysitting his sisters they were home alone for most of the day wow and so we had a conversation um and it seemed like a good conversation like i was upset and she was like more calm and we had a good conversation i'm i am very i have a very strong personality so i probably like took charge more um but in the end i was like i don't want to keep you from him i want you guys to have a good relationship he's usually with me cuz his dad's at work or whatever you can call me to get him whenever you want. If you have any questions, if you need anything, like I am here, I want to co-parent with you, whatever you want. And she was like, cool. Yeah, that sounds great. Never heard from her again. Mm. Until the Disneyland thing where I was like, blah, blah, blah. I texted her <laughs> uh -huh. and I said some harsh things, but I was like mad. And that was the only other time that I communicated with her and I haven't talked to her since. Wow. How long ago was that? Um, that was like probably three or four years ago. Wow. Seems like a lot longer ago, but yeah, it was like three or four years ago. Wow. Well, that's really great disengagement from her. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, fine, I'll just do whatever I want, but. Like, I don't want to do that. Have you ever wanted acknowledgement from her? Kind of. Yeah. Thank you for raising my son. He turned out to be pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Thanks for doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. It's a weird space to, to sit in where on one hand, I would love acknowledgement and um, like validation or just like Hey, I exist. And she, you know, I, I, that would be great. On the other hand, I'm like, bitch, I don't need you. Like, <laughs> I don't do it for you. I don't do it for you. I don't do it for you. I do it for your kid. And you're the shitty person for not like seeing that. And so it's like, I go back and forth. And whenever I start to like, oh, I, I, I want, I just want her to, you know, acknowledge me and, and say, thank you. Or, you know, just whatever. I just remind myself, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I really, I don't need her to validate what I do in, in my home for, you know, my husband's kid and our, our, our kid, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah. No, I, I went through that like intensely for a little while. Like maybe when he was in like fifth grade, I, it was like real intense that I had that feeling. Mm -hmm. because that was the time when she was the most absent and he was going through the most like emotional yeah. distress over it and yeah I didn't know what to do I'm like trying to figure out myself 
and trying to figure out how to be a mom to these little babies. Yeah. And then also a stepmom to this kid whose mom isn't there. Like that whole dynamic, Mm -hmm. like just trying to evolve as a person, deal with my childhood traumas and then deal with his childhood traumas, which are kind of similar to mine, which is another weird thing. Like my mom left me when I was 14. And so I would, I could talk to him about that. Like, I know what it feels like. So we kind of could connect a little bit on that, but it was a lot for a while. Yeah. I noticed that like, I mean, I don't think you use the word resentment, but I, I noticed that I start to feel that way. Like I start to feel resentment when other things kind of compile on each other. Like when my stepson is struggling behaviorally, or when I see like he's doing all these things and they could be remedied if bio mom would get on board with an intervention or medication or whatever he needs. I get more and more resentful that if you were to just step up and be a mom, I wouldn't be this stressed out, Absolutely. you know, and, Absolutely. and, and it's, it compiles. And then I get upset because then it affects my family and it affects my marriage and it affects my daughter and it affects everything. And it's like, bitch, if you just got your shit together, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and that's when I want acknowledgement. Cause I'm like, I'm doing all of this and here you are, you know, just kicking right. it and having more babies, you know, in your, in your case of, Oh God, all the, all the things. So many things. It's very like all like being a step parent, there's so many different facets and no two situations are ever the same. Mm -hmm. And so the advice that I was being given was terrible advice for me, but it might have been good advice for somebody else. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's just really hard for each and every one of us in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing we didn't really chat too much about is your husband. I mean, obviously you guys were, uh, you know, your fate was aligned in the stars and eventually (laughs) you found each other. (laughs) So, um, what, how has it been as far as him supporting you, um, through being a full-time stepmom and, and what has been the hardest part? So my husband is fantastic. (laughs) but I, like I said, I have a really strong personality. Are you a Scorpio? I'm a Leo. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a Leo. And, um, he's a little bit more passive. He doesn't like, um, confrontation. He's non-confrontational, just wants everybody to get along and be happy. This is something that we're working on now, Mm -hmm. like standing up for yourself, getting what you want. Like, but he, he was non-confrontational. So like, and when she left him, he went back and lived with his parents Mm. who are very hands-on. Obviously the kid is living with the grandparents right now and he's happy as a clam. And I get it. Like I, we lived with them for a few months before we started traveling and it's great. They're just fantastic. And so when the kid was little, and he was like a baby. And what is a 20 year old, 21 year old do with a baby? Like a 21 year old guy who was working full time and putting himself through school. Mm. So he moves back in with his parents and they just kind of take over. And he's the kind of guy who his mom did his laundry forever. And I taught him how to do laundry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's great with the kids. Like great dad, fun, fun dad. 
Mm-hmm. Like I want to play with the kids. Like when we got together, he'd just come home from work every day and just play with the kid. Every Friday, like paycheck time, just go buy toys for the kid. Like it was just fun. So when I stepped in, I'm like, he can't eat ice cream instead of dinner. <laughs> like he can't, he has to go to bed at bedtime. Uh-huh. You know, those kind of things had to start happening. Stepmoms always come in laying down the structure. Well, then that's why we're the evil stepmom. Cause we're like, you can't just eat candy all day. I need to control the chaos. <laughs> yeah. So it was fun. Like they were having fun. Um, so maternally, I just like fell into a role and there was no bio mom in the way. So we, and everyone was just like, treat him like he's your own. So I fell into the, I'm your mom role. And this is how I'm parenting my kids. And so this is how I'm parenting your kid. And my husband was like, fine, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. And so that, but eventually he was like, well, I would have wanted to do this and I would have wanted to do that. And I'm like, so after a few years, I was trying to get him to be more active, Mm. but still I was a stay at home mom too. So I definitely had more of the household control, I guess, and how things flowed and, you know, what we're, how we're parenting because he was working and it just, that's just how our relationship fell into place. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When you got that strong personality and then you got to go with the flow, it's like, yeah. yeah. And his favorite thing to say was I'm easy like Sunday morning. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yes, but I need an opinion. I need input. Yeah. I need. Yeah. 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 Please yeah. tell me what you want, whatever you want. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm making yeah. a decision and that's yeah. kind of hard sometimes because then, then I have regret later. Like, did I make the right decision? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so you are in a large way out of the woods in that your stepson is 18. He's been, you said before, I think that he has been out for like six months. Yes. Right. Okay. And your relationship yeah. is we left home in July to travel. We got an RV. We were traveling full-time. Um, and we just stopped traveling full-time, like literally last week. Cool. But we landed in Arkansas. So we're still away from him. Okay. So, um, yeah, you're kind of beginning this new season of being a stepmom. Cause it, certainly though, we would like to think it does not end when they turn 18, But, um, if you were to, for stepmoms right now who are full-time relating to your situation, who are navigating that, you know, bio mom isn't really in the picture, all that stuff. If you were to give yourself advice from, I don't know, eight years ago, what would you say? I would say not to try to do all the things Um, and think long-term. And that's what I started doing. Um, There was a point where I was like, where is this going in the future? How do you want your relationship to be with him when he turns 18? Do you want him to run screaming out of the house and never look back? 
or do you want him to want to come to Sunday dinners and family vacations still and bring his, his family mm. over and be a part of your life? So I really had to like, think about that. And that's, that's why I started pushing him towards his mom and trying to take like a backseat role and be like, okay, husband, you take him to his doctor's appointments. And if he needs something, he's going to come to you and not me anymore because, and I'll do the fun stuff. I'll throw his birthday. That's fun. I'll, you know, I'll do Christmas. I'll take him to, we'll do fun things together, but I wanted to start, I wanted to stop parenting Mm -hmm. and being disciplinary Mm -hmm. and like focusing on school because school was like a big deal and he wasn't doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, so my, that would be my advice is like, don't do everything. Don't do the things that make you feel unhappy. Mm -hmm. Like talking to him about school makes me deeply unhappy. So I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to go to the parent teacher conferences. I don't want to check his homework. I don't want to look at his report card. I don't want anything to do with that part because that's where we have a bad relationship, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to sit down with him and we're going to plan the best birthday party. And we're going to talk about our next vacation and we're going to hang out with his, with my kids, my, his sisters and do the fun stuff. And I'll just keep doing all of that without the part that I have resistance to that he has resistance to. Right. And it kind of like helped us a little bit to have a more healthy relationship. And if I ever felt like the anxiety or depression when at certain times, like I would get triggered at certain times of the year because it was like report card time Mm. or it was like parent teacher conference time or is it, you know, time to do doctor's appointments and stuff. And that would give me anxiety. And I realized like, stop doing the things that give you anxiety and only do the things that make you happy and feel love with him. Yeah. And so I transitioned into that. And it's, I think that's made all the difference of how we are moving into having a good relationship. Mm -hmm. And I tell him like, I didn't do anything. I don't think I did anything right with you. If you feel like trauma, you have some emotions in your adulthood. Talk to me. Like I'm open. I, I apologize. I didn't know what I was doing, mm-hmm. but, and so having that open line of communication with him, I think is helpful too, because now he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a quote earlier that was like, you know, we don't realize as kids that our, our parents are growing up with us and shit, man. It's, I mean, yeah. in, in parenthood regardless, but in stepmotherhood too, where it's like, we're thrown into it and we didn't get that, you know, nine months of dreaming mm-hmm. about being a parent and, you know, whatever. It was just like, here we go. Yeah. want to meet my kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's great advice. I think, you know, when you are sensing that your relationship with your stepkids are a little tense that you reassess and go, am I parenting more or do I need to connect more? Do the kids need to, you know, have more connection with me, less discipline, um, more fun and, and see where that takes you. And it doesn't have to be permanent. You know, you can still be that stepmom that occasionally shows up to event your, whatever it is. Um, it's up to you, but yeah, I think, there's definitely something to say about just not 
parenting sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's draining. That's the draining part. Yeah. 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 Well, Keisha, thank you so much. Um, do you have any final words of wisdom to put you on the spot? <laughs> no, I think that just like what I just said, drop the things that give you anxiety or make you feel bad mm -hmm. and just focus on the things that you connect with your stepchild over mm -hmm. is my only advice. And don't take bad advice from people. Like if it doesn't work for you, put it down. I was just listening to everybody's advice. And at some point I was like, why am I doing this? It's not working. Yeah. Yeah. So I think do what works for you and your family. Yeah, absolutely. Especially right now, thankfully, when there's so, there are so many stepmom resources as there were, you know, compared to years ago. Um, but I think, you know, there's a platform for everyone or advice for it. It's just, you know, you have to take it in and decide if it fits for what you need. Um, yeah. and if it doesn't, like you said, put it down, find something else. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing your story it is definitely unique. Um, you are not the home wrecker. <laughs> thank you, thank you was, for having me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the universe, uh, regardless of you not wanting to be a stepmom, the universe was like, nah, girl, that's, that's yeah. where you're at. <laughs> All right. <Yes>. Thanks. <laughs> thank you so much for listening as always be well and stay radical. All right, ladies, the episode is over, but do you want a little more? Come find me on Instagram and join the community at Radical Stepmoms Podcast or schedule a one-on-one -on -one session and get that personalized support or become a Radical member and gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes and merch. Radical Stepmoms is so much bigger than a podcast. Check out the details and the notes on this episode.